Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Late night anger management class level three. This is Fortrage. I am Gabriel Morenzi, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. As uh, we kick it, we've talked a lot of NFL uh, tonight, and we'll continue to talk some NFL, but we've got to get into the NBA uh, as well as we've got breaking news uh, in the NBA. Although, is it really breaking news that James Harden is an idiot? Uh, no. So, uh, James uh, Harden has decided to stiff the Houston Rockets. He's decided to stiff the Houston Rockets, and James Harden's like all over Periscope and Instagram, and people are seeing him all over the place. I understand last night he was throwing it down at Dre's uh, in Las Vegas. Speaking of Corona, so it's nice to see that like James Harden's taking coronavirus seriously, right? By parting it away, like at uh, Dre's nightclub in uh, Las Vegas. It's like, dude, I get it. And listen, I've been in a club uh, with uh, with Harden before. I wasn't partying with him, but we saw him throwing it down at the NBA All Star game and. The dude can party. You know, it's the one thing about James Harden. I'm not a James Harden fan, but it's the one thing I've actually respected about him. I saw this guy drink, like, three, four bottles of vodka, like, literally. Like, he was crushing bottles of vodka in a VIP booth. And there he was, man. Like, it was, like, late, too. You know, it was getting late into the night. And it was the Friday night of All-Star Weekend. And Harden's crushing vodkas, like, bottle after bottle. And... There Harden was on TV, man, like Saturday morning at like 10 a.m., 11 a.m., taking pictures with kids and stuff. <laughs> at like the NBA Cares event, like they had a free NBA practice, NBA All-Star practice for like people that couldn't afford the All-Star game. You had to wait in line for like two days to get in. <laughs> but, you know, so I wanted to go, but I was too hungover. And I, I was too hungover to get off the couch. And I look on TV, I'm like, oh, there's James Harden. And there's James Harden, like, draining threes and stuff like that, hitting shot after shot. And I'm like, man, that's pretty impressive, Harden. So, you know what? I will give Harden credit. He could just roll off a plane from partying in Vegas and actually light it up. I am not. I don't take that away from him, but the guy's a clown. Like, he complains, and we're seeing that uh, reportedly Harden has told people that uh, the Rockets are the Knicks of the, uh, of the Western Conference, that they're dysfunctional, and that they're the Knicks. It's like, bro, you are the Rockets. Like, you are the dysfunctional one. <laughs> they're not dysfunctional. They're all there. Like, you're the one that's dysfunctional. Like, I don't, I don't really understand, like, you know, oh, like, Harden's, uh, Harden's unhappy with the direction of the Rockets. Yeah, well, they're unhappy with the direction of their defense as well, bro. Late Night Anger Management Class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Hi, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. Late night anger management class. I am Morenci. We're kicking it. We're at the level three. All right, it's been a fun show uh, this evening. Uh, I like a little spice, actually. And, you know, even earlier, I don't mind trolls. I don't care, like, um, like you know, like the way I look at it, like if you hate us, you wouldn't be watching us, right? And I don't care if you like us or not, but if you're watching or listening, then I'm doing my job, right? So I, I don't care about that, but it's like the constant, they spam our chat. And you get people who spam chats, they got to go. And, you know, it just gives people a headache, man. It's just too much. They don't stop. Blah, 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 blah. It's like 24 hours a day, though. They just don't stop. Uh, I don't know where they get the energy. There's only like two, three of them. Um, so, you know what? We need to stomp them out like cockroaches. Uh, but that added some excitement and uh, some energy to the program uh, here this evening. It has uh, more of a later week feel. Normally, we kind of ease into the week. So Monday Night Meltdown, we come out flying here. Uh, this evening. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we were talking about uh, vaccinations earlier, and I, I'm not getting into like, you know, serious vaccination talk, whether you want to do it and all that type of stuff or not. But I'm just saying, factually moving forward, it's going to become an issue right now. Like, it went from, oh, where's the vaccination to now? I see there's a lot of debate. I see, you know, people on Twitter, people, you know, it's, it's a big thing. Are you going to get it? Are you going to be the first one? And Listen, I think, you know, people, it's a personal choice. I don't believe in mandatory, you know, I don't believe in telling people what they should put in their body. I don't have a problem with telling someone to wear a mask and stuff, but I have a problem with, like, forcing somebody down and, like, sticking a needle in their arm. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? I do have a problem with that. Um, So I'm not here to, I'm not going to laugh and say, oh, these anti-vaxxers suck it and all this type of stuff. I will say this. I think that, the, you know, that Bill Gates is putting a microchip in your brain to, like, kill you and stuff or, or, like, read your mind. I think that stuff is stupid. But I do understand. I do understand. But I think it's going to be one of these deals where it's going to be like, well, you're free not to get the vaccination, but we're also free not to let you on this plane. We're also free not to let you into this stadium. And trust me, owners, sports owners, guys, 
they're going to want to get money back as soon as possible, right? Like, they want 58,000 people in the stands, like, next year, right? Like, they've been told by the doctors, listen, you know, by basically by springtime, if we get everyone vaccinated, you can start filling stadiums up, right? So that means next year in the NFL, there'd be fans again. Next year in college football, there'd be fans again. Right. So next year in the sports world, things would be normal. Right. Or at least getting more normal. But it's not just going to be like, OK, everything's fine now and they're not going to test anybody. There's going to be they're calling it like the covid passport, the vaccination passport. I was seeing Delta Airlines and a bunch of airlines in the United States, like the United States Airline Association or whatever, basically came to an agreement that the best way to do this is just not let people on if they don't have a vaccination. <laughs> like, like, they're basically going to say, if you don't have proof of a vaccination, you're not getting on one of our planes, right? That's how they can ensure safety because they want people to be able to go to Disney World, right, with their family. Yet people aren't going to want to go to Disney World on their, with their family if some jackass is a COVID denier and he's sitting next to them on the plane, right, even if they were vaccinated. Because even if you're vaccinated, guys, like, people get flu shots. The flu still exists, right? It's not going away, per se. Like, it's not like this magic, you know, that's, oh, it's just disappearing. It's still going to be around, right? So I'm just stating, like, you know, to go to sporting events and stuff like that. I'm not saying everywhere. I doubt in Texas that'll happen. But I would imagine in New York, on the East Coast, in the Northeast, in the Boston and stuff, you know, hey, you want to come to the Celtic game? Yeah, show us your vaccination papers, right? Um, show us, uh, yeah, so I'm seeing right now John in Chicago is saying your boss can fire you. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be one of these deals, guys, where it's going to be like, yeah, sure, you're free. You're free not to get it, but you're fired, <laughs> right? It's a good point, John. Like, you're fired. Like I said, I know you work at a stadium, John, right? They could just say, listen, exactly. We don't want you, but honestly... And I'm not calling you out, John, but I'm saying it's an interesting, you know, there's a debate. There's a debate there. But, like, let's say you work at a stadium and you don't want to get the shot. So if you're an organization, you're like, we can't have workers that never got vaccinated spreading coronavirus to people, right? Like, they can't have this lingering. So it's better, you know what? It's better to piss off. If you're a sports organization, and let's say you're the L.A. Dodgers, it's better to piss off, like, 13,000 if you're 50,000 hardcore fans that go to every game and say, you know what? We're going to have 38,000, 50,000 people in here and they're all vaccinated. And if people don't want to do it, suck it because there'll be enough people that want to get vaccinated that are going to come. So that's the thing. Now, I see um, I see Jazz uh, saying, and I think, uh, you know, we're looking at our comments uh, here for people tuning in. You can always jump in, fire me a comment on uh, Twitter, at Sports Rage. I know it's difficult to show airs at different time zones and different markets, uh, but it's it's a good point, you know, in the sense that, you know, somebody is saying he'll get the vaccination, but not the first one, not this first wave. And I sort of am I'm in that ballpark as well. I'm sort of in that ballpark. Now, I've told it, you know, I've said this before. I don't even like Tylenol and aspirin and stuff like that, all right? I don't like putting things in my body. I haven't gotten flu shots ever. I've never gotten a flu shot. And I do get the flu. I, I don't know if I get the flu, but I get sick every once in a while, but I don't get excessively sick or anything. You know what I mean? I don't have a flu problem in my life. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I might have a sleep problem. I might have a gambling problem. I might have a drinking problem. 
Uh, I might have a lot of other problems, but, <laughs> but, you know, and then look, and then here's our, here's our main man, Ryan Haynes saying, you know what? Sign me up. I've done enough drugs in my lifetime. I don't care. You know, I, you know, it's, 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 it really is. It's, it's an interesting, it's, it's not interesting. It sucks. We have to deal with this, but it is a dilemma, isn't it? It is a dilemma. Because I got to tell you, too, like I said, I take coronavirus seriously. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I don't think I'd be the first one waiting in line outside of CVS or Walmart to get a shot in the arm. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, yeah, you guys first, and why don't I wait like six months and see how many of you drop dead and what weird things happen since you guys just rushed this thing through, all right? And I'd like to see, too, are you going to make me sign a waiver when I get this thing saying, yeah, yeah, if this thing kills you, by the way, or makes, you know, weird things happen to you? Like, what are the side effects? What Like, I don't know, I'm just being real. What are the side effects? Alas, uh, Mateus and uh, Yang here. Mateus, are you getting a vaccination? Are you lining up first to get a shot in the arm? Hell no. I ain't getting a shot in the arm. <laughs> Hell no. Okay, that was, there was no, no long debate there. No, no, uh, uh, there was no, no, uh, <laughs> we'll see what Yang says. It was no, like no, no, we got a hell no. Uh, Matthias is a uh, hell no. That's not happening. I'm not, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not <laughs> doing that. Yeah, I think I'm like you, man. I don't think I'm going with the first wave. I think the first time I got yeah. a flu shot, <laughs> I had, like, boogers coming out my nose. I was sick. I had a fever. I was like, damn, I shouldn't have even did this. And, um, <laughs> you know, I think the year after that, like, you know, I was good. Like, you know, so I, I've never taken it after that, never had the flu after yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I got sick when I, you know, did it. So I, I don't know, man. I'm, uh, I'm gonna kind of see how, how it affects other people, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm just being real too. I think we're in agreement here. I'm not anti. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, and you know what? Like I said, you know, especially in my life, and like I'm probably gonna have to do it. Yeah, you know, I don't want to never travel. I don't want to never get into an arena. I don't want to not get into a bar. I don't want to not get into a hotel again and all this stuff. Unlike trolls, I did have a life before this coronavirus uh, arrived. But at the same point in time, yeah, like I said, like if they tell me, yeah, 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 the Walmart show up next week here, I'll be like, yeah. It's not like these are the most trustworthy people. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, let me just see what happens. Like, you, you first. Let's see what happens first. Right? Talk to me in like six months. Late night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, 
I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Sports Radio with Gabe Morenci. Well, I just said, you know, I didn't want to turn it into like the uh, some weird, I guess it is level three. But we're just talking about the vaccination and stuff. But I see now that the uh, former Israeli space security chief basically reveals that aliens from a galactic federation have been in contact with the U.S. and Israel for years. But uh, they don't want to, they don't want you to know this because you're not ready. It'll blow our minds. Former Israeli space security chief says aliens exist. Humanity's not ready for the truth. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not shocked by this. I'll tell you too, the Israelis—they don't play around when it comes to their intelligence. All right, like uh, if uh, the Israeli intelligence had like a handicapping service, I'd buy it. <laughs> we have inside information. There's trouble in the locker room. I'd believe them. <laughs> I, I'd believe them. All right, uh, I'd believe. Them. And like, listen, guys, we're in 2020 right now, right? And this 2020 stuff, not just the corona, like everything's really, really whacked out. And we all, we all sort of know, and I've been saying this, we've been saying that there's like a final, there's like a final, there's, you know, like there's a final crazy thing to come that's going to blow our minds. It'll make everything else seem like nothingness. And I don't know, is it aliens? Is this the year? If you notice, like, the, didn't the Air Force, the U.S. Air Force, just sort of admit casually the other day, yeah, yeah, whatever, there's UFOs. You know what I mean? It seems like 2020, man, there's like, yeah, I guess this is a good time to sort of let people know they're catching on. Uh, they're catching on <laughs> to, uh, to all these things that are flying around. <laughs> man, what a crazy, what a crazy, what a crazy time to be alive right now, huh? What a crazy time to be alive. So, and um, and here we go right now. So I just, I don't know. <laughs> I just decided to punch this in right now just to see. And uh, lo and behold, yes, sir, if you want to go to the Olympics this year, guess what you'll need? Guess what you'll need, Mateus and Yang? You'll need more than a ticket. COVID shot. Yeah, you'll need a vaccination if you're going to the Olympics. So it begins. And I'm sure they're going to be the only ones, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, right away, it says, yeah, yeah, you're going to have spectators at the Olympics. That's the plan. But you're going to have to have a COVID passport. Uh, so basically, you're going to get a special COVID passport. Oh, God. You I know mean, is, is, this, is this the day and age where, um, you know, a lot of people talked about uh, them inserting microchips in you? So, like, nah, uh, nah, is this nah, the day and age nah. for that? No, I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about them killing me with some stu- their stupidity. I don't trust these doctors for stuff. Doctors get stuff wrong all the time. Yeah, a lot of I stuff know, is like, like said, fake news, conspiracy yeah, yeah, yeah. theories. Nah, yeah, that's all, all the- crap. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about physical effects, Yang. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I don't want to get a shot and then have a stroke. It was like, yeah, I wasn't going to have a stroke, but for some reason I had a weird chemical reaction to what was in your, like, 
I need to know. Like, you know, we need to see it play out at first. I don't buy into that, like, oh, yeah, the, the conspiracy stuff. But but I'm just saying, like, I just punch it in. They said, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right away, this is in Forbes, too. This isn't, like, crackpot stuff. This is Forbes. Sporting events look to vaccination and COVID-19 status tracking as a way to bring fans back. It's the start like, of a zombie apocalypse if things go wrong. There, there's a theory man. for you. Here it is. The uh, the uh, uh, here it is. The Summer Olympics, and in fact, is planning to be. Other leagues are looking at the Summer Olympics as a case a case study. Uh, vaccination fans only. A well, COVID passport. Well, I do know one this. thing. Twenty twenty, I would not be attending the Olympics. <laughs> uh, get this. Wow. Yeah. No. No. This is real. Like guys, they ain't playing around. Get this. Ticketmaster. Giant ticket distributor, Ticketmaster, which basically whatever, they control everything. Ticketmaster is planning to work with companies like Clear and IBM with its mobile or online ticketing service. Those who wish to attend a concert must verify that they've been vaccinated for the COVID-19 virus or to test negative for the coronavirus approximately 24 to 72 hours before the concert. All right, so... All right, so you know what? We're finding out some rules here in play. So if you don't have the vaccination, if you don't have a vaccination, then you would have to get a test 24 to 72 hours before the event to prove it. But then, you know what? So what, are you just going to be getting tests all the time? You know, The duration for which a negative test would allow attendance, which would be governed by state or local health authorities. Once a potential concert patron passed the test, Guys, this is going to be sports. You think they're just doing this for concerts? You don't think StubHub? Dude, StubHub is dying right now. You think StubHub's going to be anti-vax? Do you think StubHub's going to say, oh, no, no, we're not going to do this? StubHub shares are plummeting. They're in the toilet. Like, they haven't sold a damn ticket in a year. Like, they're dying to get fans back. So as we were just talking about, yeah, there's no if, ands, or about this. You don't get a COVID shot. You're not going to any event ever, guys. And we can pretend about this test stuff. Maybe in Texas and Florida that crap will pass, but you know what? It'll be easier to get the vaccination and getting these shots all the time. And how many? Imagine too, you get the test. You you know you you're all oh, you're very excited. You're going to Game Seven of the NBA Finals or whatever, dude. You test you know your test comes back negative or positive, and you're really negative and you don't get in. Like, wow, this is real. Like I said, this is all like well, you know it's real when Ticketmaster is already like you know who Clear is that company Clear. That company, Clear, they're the ones that basically you walk through the airport. You see, like, they're not playing around. Like, that that's the company that you walk through the airport. And they're basically stating that both Clear and IBM stock are going to skyrocket because of this. <laughs> Ways to make money. It's crazy that you say all this stuff right now, because right now I get an update on my phone, a news update that says the United Kingdom has become the first Western nation to become to begin vaccinating its citizens with a COVID-19 shot outside of clinical clinical trials, a landmark moment in the coronavirus pandemic. Literally breaking yep. right now. And we'll keep our eye on them. So for, for the Olympics, Thomas, the IOC president, Thomas Bach, says that after meeting with uh, Prime Minister Yoshida Suga, of uh, Japan, and I apologize if I got the name wrong. Yeah. Vaccinations will be most likely required for both athletes and fans and all media. In order to protect the Japanese people out of respect for the Japanese people, the IOC will undertake a great effort 
that all Olympic participants and visitors arrive here with a vaccination. <laughs> this will make us confident that we can have spectators in the stadium. So the Olympics, uh, Ticketmaster, you know, stop, how far is StubHub behind? And StubHub, like I said, StubHub and Ticketmaster control control like the sports and concert. Like where do you buy tickets besides from Ticketmaster or StubHub? Where like where um, and and um, you know StubHub is planning. You know StubHub it says that uh, they're in talks, they're in plans to uh, figure out moving forward. So I think it's pretty clear. If you're if you're an anti-vaxer, you're not going to a sporting event. I don't know. You'll probably the UFC will probably let you in. <laughs> the UFC, the U, the 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 UFC will probably let you in. But this is basically, you know, I, this wasn't. Listen, we you know we never know what direction we're going to go in here. Uh, but I'm just telling it like it is right now, and this is sports related, and we're seeing right here the Olympics, Ticketmaster, concerts, um, clear. Like I said, clear is that app. So basically, you don't wait in line at the airport, but basically, they have all your information, right? So, you know, they have your eye retina and your facial recognition and all that type stuff. So now they'll also know, yeah, yeah, you got shot up. So, you know, like basically what'll happen now is with a COVID passport is so, like, you know, when you go to the pharmacy to get your passport photo. So now it'll basically be like, yeah, you go to the pharmacy, you get a shot, boom. You get the passport photo, and then the pharmacy stamps it. Like, yeah, you got the shot. Then you go get your passport. Oh, I got a COVID shot. I got the vaccination. And now I'm saying, though, that they would want you to get the vaccination every year. Like, that's a little much. I think one of the saddest parts is that right now I stand, like, I'm not going to get a vaccination. But when they start all these rules and regulations, I think I'm going to kind of give in into that. Like, because I'm going to want to go to a sport event eventually. Yeah, you know? What if you meet some uh, chick on Tinder, Yang, and you got to fly across country? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'm thinking about it, too. I mean, like, you know, my granddaughter, uh, well, she's here in New York now, but uh, they out in Iowa. So I know at one point I'm going to want to see them. So I'm at either, that, either that or you're going to drive, buddy. Long drives everywhere. Well, I mean, <laughs> they, they, they got border patrols and stuff like that, too. So, I mean, like, we'll see how that plays out, man. It's scary. Oh, God. Like, here we are, huh? Here we are. Like, uh, and the crazy thing is, like, the conspiracy theorists, this, like, plays into them. Oh, I told you. We told you. this. Uh, that's why we knew this was going to I told you. Uh, I told you. So, it's, you know, but like I said, there's so much money at stake for these sports leagues. They're not going to want to care about it, right? <laughs> like, they're not going to argue with you. They're going to say, well, listen, we don't care because there's enough people that are going to want to get a vaccination. They're going to come to our sporting event. So, as, you know, as we see right now, um, the the Olympics, the Olympics are going to be the taste uh, the case study, and like you said, Yang, me too. I'm not in a hurry to do it, but I'm not going to have a choice down the road. Eventually, I think I'm going to kind of give them a stipulation. Like, if you want to give me a vaccination, I got to get discounted tickets. Um, uh, like you know, you can't sell me expensive tickets, buddy. I mean, like, come on, who well, else? Well, yeah, that's a, good, that's a good point. That that's a very good point. That that's how they're going to sucker you into doing it too. They're going to say, listen, you know what I mean? All people to get the COVID shot get 20% off of Dell tickets. 
That's how they get me. <laughs> get like fifty yeah, percent like, off floor seats uh, yeah, for the yeah, first yeah, ticket yeah. or something like that. Exactly, exactly. They're gonna have some things. You know, and that's another. Thing. They're gonna have to roll people back and be nice, right? All right, you got the shot. Here's like, here's a little bonus ticket or whatever. Here's a free uh, hot dog and fries at the for the game. <laughs> All right, well, sorry for depressing everybody. <laughs> sorry for depressing everybody. Late night anger management class continues. Now I'm depressed. Great. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Right, all this started because of James Harden running around, not wearing a mask, parting it up in Vegas. And speaking of NBA idiots, I see Kyrie Irving. Uh, LeBron James says Kyrie Irving's uh, comments hurt him. As uh, Kyrie said, he's never played with a clutch player before. <laughs> like, like, dude, I thought you weren't talking to the media, Kyrie. Just shut up, all right? Like, you know, I've been, uh, it's, it's rare that I'm on LeBron's side, but it's like, bro, whatever. Yeah, you hit a big shot in the series. You never would have been in that situation without LeBron James, so shut up. Uh, I think we can all settle down with LeBron's not a clutch player, right? Um, yeah, LeBron, is he perfect in the playoffs? No, and you all know I'm a Jordan guy over LeBron, but let's settle down with LeBron's not a clutch player and all this crap, um, all right? <laughs> so, um, you know, it's interesting. So we were just talking about the vaccination. You know, if you, if you don't get it, you're probably not going to be allowed in a concert, sporting events, moving forward, and... It'll be interesting to see what happens with athletes uh, moving forward. I don't think too many of them will not do it because uh, Aubrey Huff's already retired. Uh, so I don't think too many of them won't do it. But I know that Novak Djokovic is an anti-vaxxer. And I know that Djokovic already stated that he would retire. And I also know that the tennis tour basically is going to make everybody get it. <laughs> so, right, the tennis tour, like, guys, like, they don't care. If they lose a player or two, it's like, yeah, whatever, man. We're losing a player, but we're gaining fans in every stadium around the world again, right? There's too much money at stake. There's going to be no debate about the vaccination. So if you don't get the vaccination, basically you won't be able to go to a concert or a sporting event uh, ever moving forward. And I, I see they have the rule, oh, uh, maybe, um, you know, if you get the test and stuff. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see about that. All right, so here's the story I wanted to get to, actually. And when I saw, all I saw was, I sort of saw the headline, and you don't really think much about the UNLV team, right? Football team. So UNLV quarterback. I see apologizes, and I see sushi. sushi, And I'm like, I'm like, why would a quarterback be apologizing for sushi? And I'm thinking, of, like, when I first saw it, I was like, what, was there some sort of, like, offensive comment? Like, what is he apologizing for here? I didn't really understand the headline. UNLV quarterback Max Gilliam apologizes for eating sushi off of model during episode of Below Deck. <laughs> and then I realized what the kid did, and I'm thinking, well, whatever. You're a college, I don't know, 
your college quarterback, I really don't know if you have to be apologizing for this, but evidently people are very upset about this. So UNLV quarterback Max Gilliam has apologized um, for a less-than-a-board moment while appearing on a reality TV show Below Deck earlier this year. And you know what? I'm almost ashamed to admit this, but I actually know this show Below Deck. It's like a sleazy show where everybody has sex on like a, a yacht cruise type thing, <laughs> all right? I'm aware of it. So Gilliam, a senior from Thousand Oaks, California, apologized for eating sushi off of a nude model during an episode that aired recently. <laughs> Teddy was filmed in Antigua. No, he did this like, you know, whatever. It was, it was filmed a while ago, but it was just, it just aired. People just saw it. I'd like to apologize for my poor judgment while on the TV show Below Deck, and I acknowledge that I made a mistake that I will learn from. While it was not my idea to eat sushi off of a model, yeah, you poor kid, I know. It wasn't my idea to eat sushi off a model. I should have exercised better judgment and declined the idea when it was brought up by the producers. <laughs> This is not a reflection of my character or the way that I was raised, nor a reflection of the culture of UNLV football. Yeah, it is the culture. It's you're in Vegas. Like, like really, come on. Like, this is where, like, the this is where we're in the the I get that we live in a cancel culture society. That's another thing in 2020. Aliens, vaccinations, and cancel culture. But this is a little over the top. Like, honestly. Like, Jake Fromm's, like, a racist, like, punk. And his, like, there's, like, this apology. You think that this kid, like, this is, like, a deep apology. Like, he really did something bad. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is not a reflection of my character or the way that I was raised, nor a reflection of the culture of UNLV football. I would like to humbly move past this. I'd like to humbly move past this and focus my time and energy on our game <laughs> coming up this weekend. Um, um, I'd like to focus on our game against the University of Hawaii uh, this weekend. And speaking of which, it's good to get that Hawaii bet in San Jose State rolled. Um, and now we get the UNLV coaching program, the, the coach here, Marcus Arroyo. When we talk intently about what we're building here, we mean thoroughly and completely. Each one of our players, especially our senior leadership, must recognize that when we're out in public, we must be representing the team, the university, the alumni, and the fan base. How we conduct ourselves in public is just as important as how we do on the field. I was made aware of Max's recent statement, and it is apparent that he also agrees. <laughs> it's time to move on. Ah, uh, like, I don't know. Am I, are you offended? I'm not offended. Like, I, like, I don't know. I know a lot of UNLV, like, alumni. I know a lot of UNLV alumni. And, I don't know, Jorge Gonzalez is a UNLV alum. I doubt that Jorge Gonzalez was offended that the quarterback ate sushi off a model. I'm more offended by the fact that they're 0-5. I'm more offended that they suck more than anything. <laughs> like, I'm not really offended. Like, like I said, like, the apology is what gets me. It's like, dude, like, yeah. Like I said, like, Jameis Winston's apologies aren't this deep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't do anything, like, against anyone's will. You were on a TV show with a bunch of hot models, and the producers asked you to eat sushi off of her. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't really, like, 
to be honest, I don't really know what you're apologizing for. Like, and like, you know, basically like the old, you let your teammates down. Dude, how many players on the team are jealous? They're like, damn, all right, tell us more. What happened on that boat? What else happened on that boat when the cameras weren't running? Like, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, and honestly, like how many female, how many female UNLV alum were offended by this? I don't even know what the dude looks like, but I'm assuming he's probably a good-looking dude if he was on the TV show. If he, you know, there's a lot of ugly quarterbacks. I bet you they wouldn't be on this TV show, <laughs> right? So, like, I doubt. Like, how many women are like, you know, how many women in Las Vegas? Like, think about it. In Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where prostitution is legal in the state. Uh, like, how many people are like, oh dear God, like, what an embarrassment for UNLV. What an embarrassment for the program. No, the program is the embarrassment. This is actually the coolest thing you guys have done in a long time. <laughs> like, like, this is like the best thing, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is like better, like, you know, this is like the kids scored more like than you guys have on the field. Like, I just, you know, I don't, like, <laughs> It's just, I guess the, the team is mad because they didn't know that he did this reality TV show. He didn't tell them. He did this in the offseason, and he didn't tell them that he did this show. But, you know, like I stated, like the apology, I understand saying to the coach, listen, coach, I'm sorry. I should have told you that this show with me, you know, basically eating sushi off a model was going to be on TV. I should have given you a heads up about this. I would have given the oh, listen, I didn't think they were going to air it. You know, it aired a lot. I didn't even remember taping it, coach. You know what I mean? Like, but whatever. Like, honestly, it's like, listen, he's the quarterback of UNLV. He ain't going to the NFL. <clears throat> the best thing this can happen to this kid, he can end up on the hills or one of these, like, MTV reality shows or below deck. Now we know what below deck means. It means, you know, below deck. <laughs> Like, but I thought below deck was just like the boat, but I guess, you know what I mean? Was he was eating the fish below the deck, so to speak? What's going on, Drew Martin? <laughs> we missed, we got to get Drew on. I'll, I'll send you DM, Drew. We'll set something up uh, this week. Yeah, yeah, like I said, Drew, like, look, Drew, Drew, Drew Martin's in Las Vegas. Perfect. Uh, he's Las Vegas slash Florida. I don't know where you're at tonight, but you're in Vegas. You live in Vegas. Are you offended? As a Las Vegan, you're like, oh my God, this kid embarrassed the city of Las Vegas. You know who embarrassed the city of Las Vegas? The, the mayor, Carolyn. She embarrassed the city of Las Vegas before, right? Like how many people, like is this on the front page of like the newspaper in Vegas? You know, what a disgrace. UNLV quarterback disgraces city, disgraces program, embarrassment to city. No, the kid's a, the, the kid's a hero. That's exactly, that's the whole point of being the quarterback of a college program. So you get to eat women's sushi below their deck. That's the whole point. Like that's that's the point of going through all the trouble, especially if you're not making it to the NFL. The only reason of going through this is, is to bang cheerleaders and get whatever you can when you're there before you end up working for enterprise. All right, let's just be real here. Like apologize, the kid's a hero. And in fact, you know what? You're the UNLV player of the year for this. You're, you know, you should get you should get the Finley Toyota and the Finley Honda 
award of the year. <laughs> You're the college athlete of the year, in my opinion. Oh, an embarrassment. An embarrassment. UNLV, you guys, like, come on, used to hang out with, in hot tubs with bookies. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> embarrassment. <laughs> exactly. As Drew Martin says, he's not offended. He's more offended than 0-5. No, the kid's a campus hero. And honestly, like I said, he's obviously setting himself up for a, a career in reality television after. So I got no beef with this. And in fact, you know what? I'd tell UNLV to suck it. <laughs> He's a senior anyways. You're leaving. You got what? What do you got? One game left? Yeah, whatever. You did your apology. Whatever, kid. Uh, at least you got some publicity out of this now. You look like a good kid for apologizing, but you don't have a career in football. I'd be running right to MTV after this and saying, look at my episode of Below Deck when I ate sushi off that chick. I can eat sushi off chicks on your network too, right? Come on. I, you know, like I said, this kid, like, you think he murdered somebody. <laughs> I apologize. This is not the way I was brought up. I got to tell you, I don't know. I'm just saying, my father's not here to, to answer this question, but I, I can speak for him. My father would have been proud of me. My father, like, I know for a fact, like, if I ate sushi off a hot model on, like, a TV show, my father would not say I embarrassed him. He would say, man. That was pretty cool. Like, tell me more. What happened? Like, what else happened? <laughs> like, like I don't, like, he would not. And in fact, my mother, unfortunately, is no longer here either. And even my mother would say, oh, I saw you on TV. That was great. Um, so, yeah, I don't, like, uh, I don't really understand who he's apologizing to. I bet you his father's not offended. Maybe his mother. Maybe his mother, but... I'd like to, I got to tell you, like, what are we missing on this show below deck? What else is going on on this show? I like this. Well, it was not my idea to eat sushi off of a model. I should have exercised better judgment and declined the idea immediately when it was brought up by the producers. Not a reflection of my character, the way I was raised, or a reflection of the culture of UNLV football. The culture of UNLV football is getting blown out every week, bro. This is actually changing a narrative. Like, you're a hero. This is ridiculous. This is like Greg Williams getting fired. Greg Williams should be getting a bonus, a Christmas bonus from the Jets owners for saving Trevor Lawrence by blitzing on that play. Fired? Guy should be getting promoted. Guy should be like, you know, he should be getting 100K for life, like a lottery. Late night anger management class. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Late night anger management class. Just for the record, as we're talking about the UNLV scandal, <laughs> I use the term loosely, scandal. See, right now, too, people on the West Coast, like someone with UNLV, you see? See, I heard some guy talking about it was a big scandal. No, no, there's no scandal. The scandal is that it's a scandal. And, you know, like we said, you're lucky even apologize. So we're looking it up here. He's 23 years old. <laughs> He's 23 years old, guys. Right? Like, 
listen, I understand this. Like if like you're at BYU, you can't do this at BYU. All right. At UNLV, did, would anyone even notice? <laughs> like, it's like, like what? Oh, that's all he did. It's like, oh, he didn't have sex with her on TV. No, no, he just ate the sushi. All right. Like he's 20. He's a 23 year old man. Like you're 23 years old. Like, like I said, this apology. I guess this kid really wants to play in this last. Uh, <laughs> he wants to play in this last game. <laughs> he really wants to. Uh, it's all over the place. Uh, poor kid. New York Post picks it up, of course, right? Because of the sushi, uh, the, the the chick angle. For many guys, it's a dream come true. For UNLV quarterback Max Gilliam, it was a mistake. You know what, guys? Nobody has ever heard of this kid before. He's the quarterback of an 0-5 football team. He's a senior who sucks. He's been a backup forever. <laughs> like, now, the kids, he's in the New York Post today. Here it is, New York Post. I'd like to apologize for my poor judgment. Um, the Las Vegas Review-Journal reported that he appeared on the uh, last month. So it was actually on TV last month, but people only found out about it now somehow. That's crazy. So I imagine that's just crazy. For the last month, this kid's probably been thinking, all right, no one's, no one said anything, man. No one said anything. No one said anything. No, no, that's unbelievable. Like I said, he, he's all he's all over the place. <laughs> he's, he's, he's all, and, and here's the New York Post. Rex Ryan rips fire Jets uh, defensive coordinator Greg Williams. If there's anybody that should shut up more than Kyrie Irving, it's Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan, dude, you sucked as a coach, bro. You were terrible, all right? The Buffalo Bills are a million times better without you. Like, Rex, like, it's time for you to shut up, man. All right, late-night anger management class. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360.